yes, the party's on, and we're here, you're there, and I appreciate you sharing your Sunday afternoons with me. It's been 18 years this August that have been on, and so I thank you, thank you, thank you. And Carly's on the other side, she's over there. Hi! It's, the sun is out, and it's oh, a beautiful day. Did uh, Saturday, did you get a lot of rain where you lived? Did? Um... Yeah, kind of. So I was, uh, I was over at a friend's house okay. in Edina. Okay. And, um, everyone like over there was like looking at the radar mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We have a tornado. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We got to go. And I was like, no, you guys were good. Like I was looking at the radar and I was like, it's just going to be like heavy rain. Yeah. Like just, they were reading it wrong. Okay. And I go, no, you guys, the tornado, like the, the, the really bad stuff is like over here. Like okay. the red stuff. Yeah, red is not good. Yeah. Magenta is really yeah, bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, we're in like the green, yellow. We're good. Yeah. Wow. Like it, it's just going to be heavy rain. And they're like, no, 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 no. And I go, the <clears throat> sirens aren't even going off. You yeah. know, like when the sirens go off, that's kind of the cue that the city's like, oh crap. Yeah. Like it's close yep. and something's been seen. Yeah. But they're like but look at the sky it's green it's yellow and i'm like we're fine yeah you know and no, were we fine yes yeah. and so i was the only one that stayed upstairs the entire time and they're like carly are you still alive oh geez and i was like yep i'm still here yeah no I worries under the deck and watched it because we got to re- over overlook the pond right we got uh, on the sky we got it now a couple saturdays ago that was ominous that's our sirens did go off oh yeah and, you know a couple swirls were seen but this saturday no but all of a sudden you know, you, that's so neat where we, I live. You can see it coming closer and closer, and then you can see the squall of the, the rain coming, and all of a sudden you can see the trees starting to bend. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're bending on top of you, and it's, right. it's really kind of cool yeah. the way it rolls in. So I always sat out there probably for about an hour and a half, and then went in and started watching the screens to see, was there any magenta in Hugo? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, please no magenta. Yeah. Please no, no magenta. I know my girlfriend who lives up in Bacchus, Minnesota. Yeah. They got six inches of rain. Oh my goodness. Six inches in wow. a matter of That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I think it was like 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of flooding up there. A lot of, of flooding. I'm going to be going up and seeing her this week. Ooh. Got a new house. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm going to go up Thursday, Friday. It has to be doing it because it's a three-hour trip. Oh, right. I am not doing a turn in Bern. You know? Yeah. So, so <laughs> Hi, <not>. bye. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is, is that I got to have somebody take care of the horse and the dog oh, right. and the cats. And it's just like. Are your next door neighbors like good about doing that? Or do well, you have to have, like they find would. someone? You know, the thing is that, you know, Will just shakes his head. Like, yeah. You know, so it's just, I don't know. Hopefully he, he will. We'll see what happens. Here. Yeah. I would take Ethel with me. Yeah. But they've got um, a big collie and then a little uh, 14-year-old that can't see, can't hear, you know, type oh, thing. Oh, okay, yeah. And so the thing is, is that, you know, sometimes when you want to relax, you don't want kids because they don't have to be looking, where's my kid, where's my kid, yeah, where's yeah, my kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Ethel would be sitting in my lap the whole time anyway because her kid's... Yeah, anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, hopefully good people, everybody got calls. But you wouldn't be able to take Gilligan? Uh, Gilligan, no, because he's he's a dog that is, and a lot of terriers are like this. Yeah. They uh, don't have any space. They don't honor dog space. Got it. You know, t- he's yeah. the one that will run right into another dog's face in space. Hi, 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 yeah. hi, hi. 
And a lot of dogs will take that as an aggressive move, you know? And so he he's fine. He doesn't have a mean bone in his body, but right. he sets other dogs off. Okay. Because he's just so persistent. He, you know, even if we take the time to slowly introduce him and stuff like that, then when it turns time to, you know, then he's just, you know, going up to him and going up to him. Hi, hi, are we playing? Are right. we playing? Are we playing? He's like that 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 wild kid in the sandbox, you know? Yeah. So, and, <laughs> Who's so, just like, huh, huh, Yeah, so if anything, squirrel, what I, squirrel. I worry about, yeah. yeah if yeah, anything, yeah. I worry about him getting snarked at because he's just being such an idiot. Right. So, anyway, uh, but yeah, he's the kid that just wants to keep playing and everybody's saying, we just shut up and sit down. Yeah. <laughs> just calm yourself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, and even yeah. what, he's 12 years old, same way. He's, he hasn't changed. So. Right. It is what it is. So, Anyway, uh, yeah, the week, uh, I got a lot of weed whipping done. I got a, a mowing done. I did a, yesterday I got, uh, I started cutting the big cockleburr bushes oh, down. Oh yeah. I wouldn't believe that. It uh, almost filled the back of my truck. Oh my goodness! I know how big that. Well, how big the plants have gotten. Yeah. They're still green. Most of them are still green. So right. that's good because that means they haven't dropped any seeds yet to make more cockaburs. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I started along the driveway, and so I got you know I got you know. Luckily, I've been so much on top of this. It's getting less and less that I have that become that you bushes. Have to do, yeah, yeah, and then then with the weed whips, I've been keeping the other ones trimmed so they don't go to flowering. Right, and, right, right, right. So anyway, one of these days I can honestly say I might have one. Yeah, you're gonna that be I like that was an easy. Yeah, well, I you know I I could do what everybody else does, put chemicals down, and I'd right. be all done. Yeah, I'm not doing chemicals, and so this is what I have to do. I take the nippers and like a, basically a chainsaw. <laughs> some, yeah. I kid you not, some of the stocks in them, yeah, uh, puppies, I I would say about two to three inches. Oh wow! I mean, it's it's like when you're going to cut, you're like yeah. <gasps> Yeah, <laughs> and uh, FYI, in case you might have not hit the seen the show, heard the show, if your dog or horse or cat, you, oh, then I got cockaburs in my hair from when the oh, bush yeah, came yeah, yeah. down. Yes, a couple yeah. got tangled in my hair. Yeah, but anyway, so if you get cockaburs in your your hair, <laughs> yeah, luckily I've got mine out because they were still green. Right, but anyway, <laughs> uh, the horse and the dogs and the cat coats use. Pam, you know Pam, the spray that you put to keep eggs. Yeah, from yeah, like sticking. the like the oil oh, spray yep, or whatever. Just, yeah, I know. I mentioned it, but at this time of year, because the cockaburs are going to start becoming really stupid here once they start drying out. You know, just give a squirt in the cockleburr and then work it in, and then it, the cockleburr will come right out. So, yeah. So the, the cockleburr, I am, and you know, cockleburrs are the the guy from Three M. That's how he invented Velcro. No, cockleburs are not used for Velcro. The idea of how they stuck together is what it was, okay? Uh, don't forget, this Thursday, yes it is, it's a virtual cat video. So if you want to learn more, go to mytalk1071.com and keyword cat. Uh, uh, let's see, that also too, uh, I, it's, I think they're going to run it Thursday to Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, that you can tune in and, and see that on mytalk1071.com, okay? And then, da, 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 oh, da, 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 da. okay, so hopefully you got good questions for me. Give a house, 651 Today I want to talk about acorns and dogs eating acorns and black walnuts. All right. Also, I want to talk about um, 
that so many people have an existing dog and are bringing home either another dog or a puppy. Or they're bringing two puppies home at one time. And we've talked about this before. And I, I just got to keep reiterating this because I'm getting so many emails and so many calls, you know, about, oh, I've got a dog and now we, I'm just, we're just rescuing one. And so, uh, you know, how to get the, in the, an existing dog and a new dog, a.k.a. an adult dog, like six months or better. And then, um, or a new puppy, like 10, 8, 10 weeks, and a dog, existing dog. And then two puppies. FYI, two puppies is not a good thing. All right, and we'll be discussing why two puppies aren't a good thing. Because the whole thing is, is well, I'll quick throw it in right now, is that uh, the, the big thing with two puppies at a time, you're thinking double the fun, but it's also double the trouble. If there is a pee, who did the pee? Also, the bigger part of the getting two dogs at the same time, two puppies, is that they learn to bond to each other instead of to you. And that's huge, folks. That is very huge. And so that's why if you choose to get two puppies together, they have to lead separate lives for about two months, two and a half months, where separate walks, separate car rides. Uh, they're in the house, they're on a leash to tie to somebody at one end of the house, and somebody else got the other dog, a pup on a leash tied. So, so they bond to the humans. And then they come together a couple of times during the day, and they can play, but then it's back on leash, back with the humans. Because otherwise, and I'm sure people, have you done this before, if you've gotten two puppies at a time or you've gotten a puppy and have an existing dog, that puppy uh, bonded to the existing dog. And then now when, uh, let's say the two puppies, one of the puppies, something happens to it as an adult, and there's one pup left. And if they were bonded together, all of a sudden you're looking at a dog you don't know. And they're looking at you going, who the heck are you? <laughs> And then um, if you've got an existing dog and then you bring a pup in and something happens to the existing dog, all of a sudden that pup is like, and that, uh, you know, who are you? Because they're so used to taking their lead from the existing dog and just checking in with you, but not truly bonding with you. So it's huge, folks. It, it really is. But anyway, okay, so we'll be talking about that. And, of course, any of your questions. So here we go. Let's see. Okay, your science teacher, Mrs. Winters, has three favorite states. What are they? We'll be back. All right, thank you for doing it into the KDK9 show on My Talk 1071. Uh, you remember all the shows here on My Talk are podcasts. You can go to my KDK9 show page and catch all my past shows. So if you're driving or you're missing something, you can always go to my podcast and listen in. Okay, now the key word here is your science teacher. Yes. Mrs. Winters yes. has three favorite states. What are they? Science, science. Mm, I, I don't know. Gas, liquid, and solid, the states of matter. Uh, <laughs> Gas, liquid, and solid. The All states right. Yes. Of yeah. Yeah. That okay, makes, see, that makes sense. That's the key word there. That's what yeah. it does. Okay. Okay. That makes sense, though. Thank you. I yeah. I like that one. It. All right. There you go, science teachers. There we You're go. welcome. You betcha. First day. First day of school humor. You got it. There you go. <laughs> Always start day with a joke. Yeah, exactly. Okay, let's head to the phone lines. Okay, we're going to go to Rachel. And Rachel has a question about any advice um, you can give about getting a new rescue dog. Uh, all right. Hi, Rachel. How you doing? Hi there. Good. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. So what's up? Yeah. What's going on? Well, we I have three kids, uh, 14, at 10, and 10. So they're older kids. Okay. Um, we never had any pets. But we've decided that we would like to adopt a rescue dog, mm -hmm. not a puppy. Um, just looking for some like bullet points of what what you think we need to know. 
Okay, first of all, buy with your head, not your heart. All right? Okay, okay. <laughs> Just because you like the looks of a dog doesn't mean it has a personality for your your house. Now, sure. what kind of life do you guys, are you guys very active, like hiking, biking, or you're, you're kind of uh, the museum type, or what, what, what kind of the, the household like? Well, we're low-key. Okay, low-key. Okay. Yeah. So don't get well, her- I mean, we'll walk the dog. We have a oh, park. Yeah. We live right off a park and okay, things like that. But- okay. Okay. So don't don't get a herding breed. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> a herding breed needs a little bit more legs and they're a little bit more entice. Or, okay. You know what I mean? Intense, not entice. Intense. But it's basically what you want. You know, there's good and bad in any any breed. Sure. I love mutts because mutts are, they're just a healthier, kind of like humans. You know, the more muddy we, we are, the healthier we seem to be. Okay. So. Anyway, what you're looking for is just a happy dog, a, a happy, happy tail. When they go, when it, when you meet the dog, you don't want a dog that's fearful or shy, because thinking that you can love it enough to bring it out of its shell. That's what you do not want, especially if you are a first time dog owner. Mm-hmm. You want everything to go right. So that's why what you do is you look for a happy tail. Let's say you go to the the way they're dealing with fosters now, that you can meet and greet. You know that you can either go meet someplace and so that you can meet the dog. You know you you look for bios and find a dog that you know sounds like it might be a good fit and so then and then there's many dogs the dogs that are kind of on the shy side usually are really scared of men all right so uh, in fact i'm dealing with a gal right now two gals different ones that their dog is fine with them but they have the heads for the hills when the dad you know their husband walks in and so that's there again you're just looking for a personality that's a happiness but not a bully you know where it does you know like just pummels you right (laughs) and so uh, and then it also too is that uh what the time that you're going to invest you know obviously i'd say you know get some training so you can all get organized and understand how to relate you get what you want for the dog get the right training collar and such like that but the biggest thing that i see people go wrong with especially if you're first-time owners you look for that quiet puppy because you don't want the exuberance but that quiet puppy usually is the fear biter and the one that is scared of the whole world and that opens a whole nother can of worms and so an experienced dog dog person can take those on because they know how to build the confidence correctly but mm-hmm. it being that you've never had one you just want what i call a wiggle butt where that the, the, you can just see the dog just exudes happiness and just like hey, are you gonna pet me oh yes pet me, pet me, pet me. <laughs> and that's what you want okay you just don't but you don't want the wow factor the dog to just come flying over the top of you okay right and so then okay. you just got to go in between and now word of the vice i personally if i was the mom in your household or the dad uh, I would go look at some, and if you think there's a possibility, then bring the kids into the mix, all right? Because okay. the kids will, oh, no, because they're not, you know they're not going to agree on one dog, right? All right. three of them will wind up, no, I want this one, I want this one, I want that. So by the time you bring the kids into the mix, even you say, well, they're part of it, they should be part of it. No, no, no. They're going to have all the stuff to do when the dog gets home. Then you can figure that out. So the thing is, is that that's what I mean by buying with your head and not your heart. The kids right. kids will send you in so many different directions. And so that's why, no, you go and you visit and you get that gut feeling that I think this is the dog. All right. And then, okay. then bring the kids into it. Or if you have two dogs that you're wondering about, 
then, you know, but the whole thing is don't have them in the process of looking. They can maybe look at the bios if you want, you know, and maybe send you on the mission. <laughs> but they are not to go meet the dog. And that has to be the, uh, the golden rule here because, you you know, you, you know you're going to be doing the most of the work. You know right. that, okay? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the newness weighs orders off in about two, three weeks, and that doo-doo picking up is like, uh-uh, it's your turn. No, it's your turn. You know, and so, and then when the dog is jumping on him and not behaving right because until everybody gets organized, you know, all of a sudden this isn't such a fun venture. What size dog are you looking for? A small, medium, large? Medium. Okay. Okay. Small, medium. Okay. Okay. Because they're out there. They are a few. They are a few uh, because everybody's been adopting. It's it's unbelievable. But you could go to like petfinders. I can't remember. Petfinders.org or com. I can't remember. Okay. Okay. And then you can go because a lot of the smaller rescues use that because they don't have their own website in that. Um, uh, put the word out up at your uh, like local vets. A lot of times, like somebody might die, and and now the the family doesn't want the dog, and so the, they let the vet know. Do you know of anybody that might want the dog? You know, so you know, just kind of put it out there that you're you, okay. you, you know that you're looking, you know, and amongst friends and such like that. Because there's uh, there are dogs already that have been adopted out during the pandemic that have are back into the shelters because yeah. they bit off more than they can chew. And so that's why, you know, don't get discouraged. Don't be in a hurry. This is a, you know, a 12 year at least investment of your time and your energy. Mm-hmm. So just don't think we have to have one by the end of two weeks. Right? right. Right. And don't settle. But the biggest caution I tell you is not to bring the kids. Okay. Because like I said, they will want, no, they're not going to agree. And then you're, then now all of a sudden what should, what should have been fun, mm-hmm. all of a sudden is, is, it's a nightmare. <laughs> right. And so you just say, kids, you know what? I'm just going to talk to Katie Kane. I we're going to try to figure this out, and then you know when when I we think we found one that might be a good fit, then we'll all meet. And so just say you're not doing it, you know, snubbing them off. You're just being realistic, right? Right. <laughs> okay. okay. And so there is. Um, uh, let's see, you got ten and twelves because basically what they want. Um, kids don't like the heel sit down stay come you know the obedience end of it to them that's boring so what you want to do is get like trick books and brain teasers of things that they can teach the dog so that builds a confidence with the dog that builds a relationship with the the kids to the dog and the kids are just so excited that oh look what I taught the dog (laughs) yeah and so you work on the obedience end and then show them like when you take the dog for a walk these are the words you know that but you're doing the main obedience but then but if one of the kids are really interested in the obedience great you know bring them in they all should know some of it but most of them really are kind of well i just thought maybe i can get them to roll over and when the kids pick a a trick a trick or a brain teaser that is their trick like let's say one of your kids picked to roll over if you want to see rollover, you cannot ask for it. You got to go get, you know, the child that taught it. So it's, it's ownership of that trick. All right. And kids love that, that they own that trick. Right. Okay. But that, but that's the main thing though, but don't bring them into the mix. I used to, uh, I don't do it as much, but I used to go on a lot of, you know, the people saw a dog and well, I go check it out. And, uh, I had this one gal that insisted on bringing, I think he was like seven or eight years old. And I said, no, I said, he's going to want every dog we see. It's like, no, when I find one that I think is going to work for you, then, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. And she brought him to two. And, you know, unbeknownst to me, you know, here two of them get out of the car. <laughs> and anyway, and I just give her the look like, really, really? 
And then by that second one, she totally understood what I was saying. Because the kid was crying, you know, going back into the car. But I want that one, you know. And it's like, and I told her, I said, hey, we were here to look. Uh, no, this is not the right dog for you. And said, I so are you hiring me and going to listen to me or what are you going to do? Listen to your crying kid. <laughs> right. Right. You know, so that's the thing is that that it's just too emotional for the kids because they want it so bad. They have all they see is, a you know, a tail and four legs and, and fur. <laughs> and yeah. You're looking at the personality. Is this personality going to fit into our, you know, our, uh, our family? So that's the main right. game, the game. All okay. Right. Okay. And if you have any questions as you're looking around, you know, don't hesitate to give me a call. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. Good luck. Take care. Thank you. You bet. Bye bye. Yeah, remember, folks, you're picking out a personality of a dog. Dogs have looks. People have looks of dogs. Like I love the German shepherds because they just look like hello. And what can I do for you? But look at what I have. I have a three pound Ethel uh, toy poodle. I have a ten pound Yorkie Karen Terrier Gilligan. I had a ninety pound, you know, Zelda uh, boxer mix. You know, the thing is, is that I always admire shepherds, but it has to be that shepherd, that special dog. And all of these are special to me. And they just kind of fell into my lap. I was in the right place at the right time. We all got along and be, and I appreciated their personalities. And that's why they're at my house. So, you know, people ask me, well, how come your dogs are so nice? Well, <laughs> let's review. <laughs> what do you do for a living? <laughs> yes. Whereas I know what personality I want in my life. Now, my one girlfriend, she loves the dogs that are ricochet off the wall and swing from the chandeliers. That's that's her her what she care, likes that's what she looks for yeah that is way too much energy for me it's like no <laughs> i don't have the energy for that energy so that's that's the big thing with that okay can squirrels burp or vom- vomit can squirrels burp or throw up true or false be back there you go there you go Get those feet just like who let the dogs out. We get people just shaking and smiling. That's what we do here. Uh, where am I? Oh, here we are. Okay. Can, true or false, can squirrels burp or vomit? Or throw up? True or false? Can squirrels burp or vomit? False. False. No. I don't okay. think they can burp. Nope. They can't burp or vomit. Yeah. Throw up. Yeah. Nope. Nope. No. There you go. Okay. Otherwise, they'd be burping and throwing up all the time because they shove their faces with all those like <laughs> it's amazing acorns and stuff. It's amazing yeah. how much those pouches. Yeah, just hold. like yeah. This is we have black walnut trees, and we're going to be talking about acorns and black walnuts and yeah. dogs eating them because I've gotten a couple calls this week on that, a couple emails. Right. And this is our off year for walnuts, and it's so nice because usually this time of year we it's like a squirrel freeway. You yeah, know, start right, right oh, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so no, the no, the squirrel freeway is non-existent. Non-existent. Yeah, there's that's a couple good. here and there, but that's about it. That's good. What we do have a freeway for? Is yes. Sandhill cranes. Okay, then. <laughs> and they always come at class time, and then all of a sudden they start talking, and people are like, their eyeballs about pop out of their head. Yeah. Like, what is that? People have seen them, but have but they, not yeah. been that close to hear them. Those are the white ones, right? No, those no. are egrets. Oh, okay. These sandhill cranes are tall. They're technically gray, but they come up here brown because the waters of the tamarack trees dyes their feathers. Oh, now, okay. And now when they shed out, or shed out. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell I'm in yeah. 
when they molt, yes, <laughs> then they they get like a light gray, silvery. You know, oh, color. okay, okay. So yeah, the people this week were just kind of like, what, <laughs> what? And I said, yeah, welcome my world. Just wait till they start landing, you know, because I got two families that really like our place. Oh yeah, and you know, one one family of four goes walking through the yard and down the driveway. Yeah, they're totally oblivious to people. I mean, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> I, I, I don't get it. Why you might as well just adopt them. No, yeah, just... it's just it's the funniest thing you've ever seen. I mean, it's just kind of like, and you're fine with just walking. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> I'm moving and watching them, and they're interesting to watch. Their legs are like flamingo legs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's cool. Uh, all right, let's head for the phones. Okay, we're gonna go to Sherry, and Sherry has a question about a dog that is barking and growling, and she just wants like tips on training for Alrighty that. Then. Hi, hi, Sherry. How you doing? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Well, thank you for calling. So what kind of puppy? I listen all the time. Thank well, you. Well, I have a two-year-old plot hound that okay. I adopted from the Humane Society I got. And okay. she was from Texas, and she's had a litter already. And she's a great dog. She doesn't tear anything up. She doesn't go the bathroom in the house. I mean, she's really protective of me. Okay. But the issue now is, like, when my family comes over to visit, she barks at them and growls at them so much they're afraid of her. All right. And they'll say, can you put the dog somewhere while we're here? We don't want to deal with it. Okay. How many pounds is she? About less than 50. Okay. Okay. And so now what are you doing when she's doing that? Well, I'm trying to, to use a command, you know, like quiet, like, you know, like in a growling voice, like you say, and she actually look out, take a double look at me like she's listening for a second, but then she gets distracted by the person at the door coming in my breezeway, and then it's like, oh, my gosh. So finally I just say, okay, fine, I'll, I'll put her in the back room, and then she just spends the rest of the time scratching the door, you know? Okay, <laughs> okay. So, because she's worried, all right? So how long have you had her? Uh, about six months. Okay. So what you got to do is you got to teach her that, you know, fr- uh, friends are, are friends, you know, family is friends, that you don't have to worry about them. You know, it's one thing to bark, bark, so he's at the door. Okay, you see who it is. Okay, it's uh, my sister, your sister, right? So uh-huh. now you would turn to, ah, quiet. And so if he doesn't, ah, 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 quiet. And either you, now you want to keep the dog on a leash so you've got control. But now okay. the thing, do you have a training collar on her? Um, I have a, like a, like a harness kind of thing around her body and then a, then a leash. Okay, now you got to remember, uh, harnesses restrain, they don't train. All okay. you do is get good at holding her back. It doesn't teach her a darn thing. And okay. so that's why what we got to do is get a training collar so that she'll listen. Because first got to be able to get the people in the house and for her to quiet. And then we can work on the people thing once everybody's in the house, all right? So that's why what you're going to do is you can... Um, now, what what would you classify her personality? Is she very sensitive, or is she kind of like, I'm here? <laughs> I don't think she's too sensitive, but it seems like she gets easily startled, and I think maybe that's from her previous two years with someone else. Okay. Okay, because what you could do is, uh, you probably heard me say uh, the Star Mark dog training collar, Star Mark, S-T-A-R. Okay. You can get that okay. online. And what it is is a plastic collar with little pyramids in it, and when you when you use it, flick your wrist, 
you know, back towards the tail of the dog. Uh-huh. The bigger the flick, the bigger the poke to the dog. It doesn't pinch, it pokes. Okay. So we can start out with that collar and see if she listens to it. Otherwise, you might have to go to a pinch collar. But now, mo- the whole thing is that these are only collars to get her attention. So you can teach her something instead of restraining her, all right? Okay. Your goal is that you don't need a, uh, a training collar anymore because she's you taught her the words and what they mean. And she learns to follow your lead and do what you ask of her, all right? So now, when somebody comes, not knock, somebody's at the door, roof, 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 the dog barks. Okay, uh-huh. now you see who it is. Okay, it's just, just a minute. And then you could preset this up while you're tr- working this. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. have the training collar on, have the leash on, have somebody go out, knock on the door, say just a minute, you see who it is. Now if she's barking, ah, quiet. If she doesn't quiet, then give her a bump with the training collar. Ah, quiet. Or you can take the, um, you remember the plant mister filled with water set on stream? Uh-huh. You know, hang that off your pocket or whatever. And so you, you give the growl, ah, and then blast with the water. And then your quiet word, quiet or enough. Ah, blast, quiet. And even okay. if she quiet for a second, just call me go, thank you, very nice, thank you. Remember, don't say good girl or good boy. They get some all nuts okay. in the headsy. Okay, so now um, now the person's coming in. Now you're facing east and west if the company's coming in north and south. So they walk past you, not into you, all right? Okay. And your job is to keep control. If the dog tries to bark, ah, quiet. And you tell the people that are coming in, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, just walk on by, all right? Okay. Okay, now you tell the people, let's say, go sit on the deck. So the last person comes in, you shut the door, you say heal or walk, the dog is to walk with you on a loose lead out to the dock, deck, or dock, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but anyway, and then, now what you're going to practice in between when people come over, you're going to, uh, just on a regular buckle collar, you're going to put the leash, a nylon leash on, and then what you're going to do is you're going to sit, put the bulk of the leash under your on your seat of your chair and sit on it. And only give your dog enough leash that if she lays down, the collar stays loose. If you give okay. her too much leash, she's going to tie you up. Now you're going to sit back in the, in the chair, cross your arms, don't look at the dog. Because what you're teaching your dog, this is called the invisible dog, you're teaching the dog to be calm. All right, to just hang out, not, you know, be barkity, barkity, jumpity, jumpity. And so mm-hmm. the hardest thing for humans and dogs to do is to do nothing. So periodically throughout every day, three times at least, every day, you got a minute, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got five minutes, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. Got a half hour, sit on the leash, ignore the dog. So the dog learns that this this exercise, so you can use this now when company comes over. So now the thing is, is that anytime she tries to put her hand or her paws, you know, on your on your knees or come up into your face, Cross mm-hmm. your arms in front of you, like hold on to your wrist, turn your head sideways, because remember a side per, uh, profile to a dog is a calming signal, lean okay. forward and bump her with your arms. Ah! And then as soon as she gets, you know, she backs off, just don't, don't say anything to her. She's got to learn. This is her exercise that no, you don't say anything to her, you know, down, sit, stay, nothing. She okay. has to get so bored that she finally just lays down and go, well, isn't this a buttload of fun? <laughs> and so anyway, so what you're going to do, she's going to, you're going to do this, like I say, a minute, five minutes, whatever. And then now when company comes over, now we just went over, now you're also going to be practicing this before company comes over. You're facing east and west, company's facing north and south. You know, the dog is barkity, barkity, you see who it is. Ah, quiet, good, dog backs down. Okay, dog's on the collar, training collar. Now you say, come on in, you tell everybody to ignore the dog, don't look at it, don't say nothing. They go by, and if she's barking, you're only worried about the dog. You're taking the dog, all right? Okay. So you just tell everybody, just walk on in. Okay, then now everybody's seated at the kitchen table where the... Or the deck, and now you come into the situation, and then now you pull your chair, so you're still a part of the uh, uh, of the conversation, but the dog can't get to anybody, all right? And so now you sit on the leash and ignore the dog. 
And so now, now the dog's getting used to the sounds and smells of the people that just came. Mm-hmm. And so now what's going to happen is that now once she finally lays down and go, well, isn't this fun? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then the, let, just let her kind of hang out and just get used to people. You know, okay. so now she's being a part of the situation instead of being thrown um, into another room. Yeah. Okay. And, and then anytime that somebody, you know, let's say people have been there for a half hour, an hour or whatever, never have anybody go directly towards her to pet her you want her it's her it should be her idea to go to people if she will you could drop the leash and you can just tell people ignore the dog don't put your hand out don't do anything are you worried that she might bite somebody yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's what she I just. She kind of growls like okay. that. Okay. But then what you're going to do, yeah, see, when she growls, then what you got to do is, hey, 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 you be nice. So then what I would do then is that you have her on the leash, you have her on the training collar, have the person, you know, maybe get up and then walk over. And then now you're going to go up to that person and you're just going to go, hi, how are you doing? Now have her sit next to you or stand on the leash. Like what if you stand on the leash where if she stands, her head is dipped a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay, now what you're going to do is say hi to that person and shake their hand. Hi, how okay. you doing? Because you want her to see that you're okay with this person. By acting the way she's acting, she, you know, growling and such like that, mm-hmm. she th- feels that you are not a good enough, strong enough leader to follow, that she needs to come in and help you out. All right? Oh. And so by you yelling at her, be nice, bad dog, that's not building her confidence that people are fun. All right? Yeah. And so that's why what you've got to do is go, oh, hey, hey, who is this? Hey, look at this. is Rodney. Hi, Rodney. How you doing? And then you can give Rodney, like, um, uh, a couple of treats that he can lob to her. But you got to remember, nobody is to step towards the dog. It's got to be, she has to be some willing eventually to go into their face and space and sniff them. But they still are not, they should just sit still and or stand still or whatever. Um, I mentioned this, I think, last week or the week before. Have you ever noticed a person that hates dogs or cats when they go over to somebody that has one? You know, they're totally disinterested in the dog and the cat. And they're like magnets. The cat and the dog cannot leave <laughs> yeah. them alone. Okay, you know why? Because they're allowed to, uh, that dog, but the person is totally ignoring them. So they, the dogs and the cat don't feel threatened because they're trying to get into their face and space. They, the, the human is allowing them to come into the human space and like, who are you, Sniffy? Out and such like that, and, and because they're allowed to warm up, that's when the dogs and the cats are all of a sudden, well, aren't you going to pet me? <laughs> yeah. And so that's what you got to remember. you got to tell everybody that the dog has to be welcome you, but you also have to do yours as far as make it a fun game. Oh, and who's this? Oh, let's see who this is. But if he doesn't, and if he uh, you know, starts to growl or bark, ah, 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 be nice, be nice. Oh, good job, good job. Never allow a person to pet a dog over the top of the head or the back of the neck right. because that's a dominant move, all right? Yeah. And see, the better thing is, like, let's say it was me, and then maybe I have a treat. I'm going to... I'm gonna, you're gonna, we're standing talking, and you already shook my hands. Then you have given me a treat. I turn sideways to the dog and cup the, cup the treat in my hand. Okay, like okay, if you put your hand straight out in front of you, cup it, mm-hmm. put a treat in there. Now t- turn the wrist to your left. Okay, and then now t- bring it to dog's eye level and put your thumb on the leg. All right. Now let's 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 talk about this more when we come back. We got to run a break. Okay. Don't go okay. anywhere. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can you rearrange the letters in new door to spell one word? We'll be back. Hey, 
All right. Thanks for tuning in and sharing your Sunday with me. I greatly appreciate it. KDK9 on My Talk 1071. Remember, that all my shows are podcasts. Go to my show page at My Talk 1071. And always check out every week. Carly puts something cute on my page. So please check that out for a good laugh and pass it on. Can you uh, rearrange the letters in New Door to spell one word? Why, yes, you can. Okay. Because you spell it... You take the O and you spell the word one. Okay. So the O from, wait, you're spelling from new door to one word, right? Exactly. Yeah. So the O from door, one of the O's, the N from new. Yeah. The, That's the what w. it does. Yep. New door spells one word. Yeah. There you go. Good job. See, I got that. Yeah. Good, good. Look at you. You're catching you're, on. You're actually spelling the word. Yes. Yes. Isn't that something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's head back to Sherry. All right, uh, Sherry, you there? Uh, yeah. There we go. Okay, so 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 now you put the you take your hand like I take I got my right hand out. Okay. Okay. Cup cup your fingers up a little bit. Put a treat in there. Okay. Now swivel your wrist to the left. So now your thumb is can touch your leg. Okay. Right. Got it. And then eye height of the dog. Now don't look at the dog. You're gonna look to the floor and say you want a treat. Say the dog's name. Rover treat. Okay. Now if that now you could practice this again so that when people do it, she'll be more receptive. She'll understand that there's a treat in that hand. But the big thing is is you the big thing would be that she will go up and take the treat but at no time does anybody pet her not until she goes and literally puts her head in that hand like hey hi you know and she got the happy happy tail going Mm -hmm. then you could touch her on the side of the face but not over the top of the head it might take a couple weeks it may take a month you know as far as her willingness to be her body language says you know happy happy i know you know you like you like you but but at at any time somebody moves quick and go towards her is going to shut her down so that's why side profiles look to the floor with your thumb you know and then, like I say, if she will come up and take a treat, you practice it, like say treat, uh, and then, you know, roll over treat, and then put the treat in your hand and do that, swing it, thumb it, and then so that she's you know, she understands, and then she's going to get used to it, and hopefully she'll get braver and braver. But the biggest thing is, is that you have to guard her face in space. You can't okay. allow people to go to her, let her warm up. And many, many dogs are like this dog, but too many people think that every dog should be, be able to take hugs, kisses, and pets whenever us humans feel like it. And no, yeah. some dogs need to warm up. And once they warm up, and it may be, you know, every time they come over, it may take a half hour, an hour for her to warm back up. And then she's all happy again. All right. Okay. So you just, you just got to take your time. There's a book. Uh, I wish Melissa would give me a buck for every time I say this book. <laughs> but anyway, People Training for Good Dogs. People Training for Good Dogs. Okay. By Melissa Berryman. Berry, B-E-R-R-Y-M-A-N. That is the Bible for all dog owners. And the, their, that book there will help you see it as how the dog sees it and then you will come up with other ways to help you and the dog work together to build the confidence you know it's not a teaching dog you know like tricks or anything like that it's getting into mindsets how dogs think it's not a you know it's a really easy read and there's a lot of aha moments for people that read this book and it's oh, a, cool. so it's a really like i said people training for good dogs you can go to her website by people pt training for good dogs okay so ptfgd.com for good dogs yeah because like i said that will help you immensely because how you if you take your time and go slow with this you could have yourself a really nice dog but if you keep pushing if you keep pushing the limit and keep stressing her out a bite will come 
and people that don't want to listen to how you're trying, you want to initiate people to help you with this situation. And if you get somebody that says, ah, then you know what? When that person comes over, you just put the dog away. All right. Don't even uh, people that are just like, well, no, I don't, I don't agree with that. Or I think this would do better. Or blah, 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 blah. Then, then you, then when they come over, the dog goes away. All right. And you okay. just work with the people that are willing to help you through this situation. All right. Yeah, because she's a great protective dog. I feel really lucky to have her. So well, the thing is, is that you know, once she, I mean, she sees you as a good leader. When if she's barking at something and you see who it is and you're okay or what it is, and uh-huh. the minute you say ah, quiet, and she quiets, like okay, you got it, my job's done. But if she keeps barking, you stay on her. Ah, wrong, quiet. You got to let her know that you have the confidence. You are here. We, you have got the situation. So by okay. you being a good leader, is going to help her out to be a lot less reactive because you're working as a team and she has yeah. confidence in you that you are a team. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Oh, you're more than welcome. Keep me, mm-hmm. keep me posted. And then, like I say, either email me or call me up again. I, I will. All right. Thanks, Sherry. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. But yeah, that but all week has been people training for good dogs. People training for I put I finally put it on my Facebook page. Hey, people, this is a book. This is a book that could solve so many problems, so many so places. It's not a training like heel sit down stay book. It's just oh, it's just an awesome book. And so, um, if you go to mytalk1071.com, you go to my show page. There's a link to my Facebook, my KDK9 Facebook. I post a lot of really helpful information on that for you. A lot of good articles and a lot of funny things, which we need a lot of smiles, you know, nowadays. So, uh, so check that out. And then also, my website is on that link on my talk. 1071.com on KDK9 page. So you can go to my website. I do phone consults over the phone consults. And then I do do private lessons. And you can just check out my page, okay? Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up? Okay, well, we can start with Bob. And Bob has a question about a minpin right. who is running around in circles. Oh, stop. <laughs> Hi, Bob. How you doing? Oh, good. Hi. Um... You probably don't remember, but I called in a few times and talked to you about my dachshund I had. His name was Sherlock. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, he passed away in December. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I can't, I, uh, I'm just wondering, um, that morning, um, he was acting a little bit strange, but I didn't think nothing of it. I laid him down on the couch. And said goodbye to him, and I was gone for a few hours. I came back home, he's still in the same spot. Okay. And I went to pick him up, and his head flops to one side. Uh, Oh, And and, uh, I don't know if I should have taken him to a vet first thing in the morning. Oh, don't, honey, just don't worry about it. It is what, you know, God's got a plan. And, you know, you were really lucky that you didn't have to make that decision. 98% of all pet owners have to make the decision. Only 2% of the pets go by themselves. So that how, that's yeah. how much that pet, thought, you know, that Sherlock thought of you is that he's going to, he, he waited for you to go and then he went. Okay. So that you didn't have to be there. So, so you got a min pin okay. now? Yeah. Um, yeah. He runs around in circles a lot. Okay. So, I live in a apartment building. And when I come in the door, he, he runs in circles. Like I count, and I kind at first I kind of laugh about it. Oh, you know, I did five circles this time. Rock. His name is Lucky. Okay. But sometimes it's like nine times. Um, but but the biggest, my biggest concern 
I shouldn't have brought that up. My biggest concern is he trembles a lot. Not so much with me, but anybody else, he just shakes like a leaf. Okay. Um, and I wish, I wish he didn't shake so much or tremble. Is yeah. that common with wind pins? Well, no, it's just it's a personality of the dog you have. The dog trembles because he's either overly excited or he's a little bit worried about who just came over and who that person is. Now, once a person has been there for a little bit, does he warm up? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he calms down after a while. Right. So yeah. then it's the initial blast of of who's there, and then these then he can uh, then people pet him, and he can he be in people's laps. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. So so what it is is just that initial blast of friend or fo- are you friend or foe or the excitement or the worriedness is that I don't I'm not sure if I remember you and then until he war- you know remembers him then all of a sudden everything's better. See what I would do is that I would put a leash on him so when he starts to spin you step on the leash. Because I think it's oh. a lot of dogs, what happens is that they get so overexcited, they start spinning. I don't know, when you were a kid, you remember those merry-go-round things that you go around and around, and then you tip yeah. your head back and you darn near threw up? <laughs> but yet you still <laughs> but you still did it because it, it just yep. gave you a little bit of a high. And a lot of dogs that circle like that, they get carried away. It's almost they get a high from it. So what you want to do is that either put a leash on or when you come home and he starts it right away, take a pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it and when he starts to circle shake the can and say ah that's enough okay 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 why don't you hold on we gotta we, uh, hold on if you got more questions we gotta run the break okay if you got more questions okay you bet thank you take care bye-bye what's the difference between a jailer and a jeweler a jailer and a jeweler what's the difference we'll be back